You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. It is November 2nd, 2021. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast, the fallout from Halloween Havoc on NXT 2.0. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by NYC Demon Diva Issa before the show, we were talking about Halloween movies. We hope you all had a great Halloween. Last fr- last Tuesday on this podcast was one of the most fun podcasts I've ever done. Yes, it was. I had so much fun dressing up. You guys, you guys killed it too. That was a fun. We should we should make that a Halloween um, tradition. Absolutely, it was so good. <laughs> and tonight, I mean, there was a lot. I felt like that they were trying to, you know, close uh, the door on some stories, tease some new things going on. Tony D'Angelo, oh my god. Oh, that was gold. I know, we, I know, I know. We love Santoni D'Angelo, but I cannot wait to talk about that segment. <laughs> There's so many directions that can go in now, and I have I no know. clue. I know, but I'm here for all of it. Me too. Me too. I love. I thought he was great. I thought he was great tonight. He's always the highlight of NXT for me. I mean, I was thinking about this, and with the ratings and with the way they're pushing him, I mean, he could be the champion. He could be the champion sooner rather than later. I pop. When he says Trump's name, I'm like, yes, Tony, the world is yours. The world is yours, Tony D'Angelo. Go get it. I mean, but that's the thing. If he's the one that's moving the needle right now and that's getting the reaction from the online fans, you know, why not? Why not go for it? That's um, what I'm saying. It's Philip Sandman saying, Glenn Ross, did you know a movie, Heavy Metal? I have seen Heavy Metal. It's an animated uh, music performance. I saw that on the big screen. Probably in the 90s, but it's an older movie. I haven't thought about that movie in ages. Um, So we have some news to get into. Alfred uh, couldn't be here tonight. He'll be back on Friday. Uh, as reported I did by not wrestling- kidnap him. I just want to you you know, make it no, clear. I didn't kidnap. Trump. You didn't kidnap him. He has nothing. We had nothing to do with this. Yes. Yes. Um, so Kevin Owens' contract situation. What happened on Raw? With this reference last night, you said three more months or three more years. Yes. <laughs> you know how good it is when they bring real life stuff into a promo. It just makes it so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was at I was at Raw last night and the audience there gaspily like everybody like gasped when he said that. So everybody kinda understood the reference too. And then he made a reference to Mount Rushmore, the stable that he was in in PWG. Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. Biggie. I thought it was Biggie who made the um, Mount Rushmore. Oh, pardon me. Yes, yes, that's right. So Biggie says this isn't Mount Rushmore. In that that case, I'm not sure if it was on purpose or if it was part of Biggie's promo. Regardless, I thought Kevin Owens dropping that line was quite interesting. Makes you wonder if if he just... Because I feel like Kevin Owens is at the point where he kind of just can say most of what he wants. You know what I mean? Like they have trust in him on the mic. But for him to be hinting at his um contract ending just makes me wonder that he's gonna resign because i don't know that they'll let him go out there and so openly talk about it yeah it's very odd very yes. odd i wonder i wonder what do you what think do you think do you think he resigns oh my god did i just lose glenn great well let's talk about kevin owens contract do you guys in the chat think that he's gonna resign or do you think that he's coming back 
because I personally thought that him referencing that had to have been approved by someone, and I don't know that they would let him openly talk about his contract being up on Monday Night Raw. Um, so personally, I don't know. I don't know where Glenn went. I have nothing to do with this. I didn't kidnap him. I didn't... <laughs> Can you talk about Tony D'Angelo? You guys, Tony D'Angelo was amazing tonight. I will not be talking about Tony D'Angelo without Glenn, though, because I will feel like it's not fair. You guys know how much Glenn loves Tony D'Angelo. But I'm going to pull up the news and keep talking about the news since Glenn is leaving me here on my own. This is now Wrestling Inc., the Issa Takeover episode. Everybody, I'm going to have a drink. <laughs> now, also in the news, I think we had to talk about the Monday Night Raw ratings. Because everybody loves talking about ratings. Oh, Glenn is back. See? So I was, weird. I was having so a weird. takeover episode without Yes. Well, I learned just what not to do while I'm doing the podcast. So that was fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, the chat was begging me to just talk about Tony D'Angelo. But I said I cannot do that without Glenn. It will feel very unfair. Do you have the results called up tonight? Because if I'm going to do this on my phone, it's going to be a little challenging. Uh, for the show, like the recap? Yeah, for the show. Yeah, Forget the news. People Forget know the, the news. news. Go to Wrestling Inc. for all your wrestling news. That's all you need. Well, the next news was AJ Styles is out due to a non-medical issue. And, uh, oh, I didn't know that NXT plans a takeover finally. A lot of people were saying that NXT was not going to do any more takeovers. Hmm. I do have it. I have it pulled up now. Cool. Here, let me, uh. Hold on. Bear with us, folks. This is this is live. This is. I don't know what Glenn did. He broke his computer clearly. Okay, hold on. And uh, let's see how this works. Let's see what (laughs) happens. Okay. I'm not kidding you. My screen just went black. I think both of us are having technical difficulties. Okay, can you hear me now? Are we good? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes. Okay, there we go. Cool. Doing this handheld, standing up next to a computer. But now we have my dog making an appearance. This podcast is just... I don't know what's happening tonight. Roman. Alfred misses it. Everything falls apart. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, we hope AJ Styles is well. So, it's not medical. He's just out. No, he just apparently just needs some time out. Maybe, you know, AJ has kids. Maybe there's something going on in the family. Uh, maybe a family vacation. You never know. But whatever is true, happening, true. I hope everything is okay. Yes, that's right as well. And uh, he hasn't been seen near Tony D'Angelo, right? There's no... Uh, Tony. Tony's not trying to muscle in. What if Tony kidnapped <sighs> AJ Styles? Oh, my God. You might be onto something. <laughs> I think this is the plausible explanation for everything going forward here. Let me get a stand. Let me get a – walking around here so people can see. I, I feel like lies. you're vlogging right now. Like, house yeah. tour. Holy crap. Look at those yeah. boxes. This is my studio that right now is all of our boxes. It's a storage Everything's room. Everything's in here. Yeah, it's a storage room. Right? It's a big storage room. I'm so excited for when I actually get to use this thing. Yeah, Sergio in the chat is um, saying, I don't want to speculate about anybody's health, but they haven't made all COVID cases completely secret. They have come open True. about Hold other people second. having COVID, of thing. course. Yeah. Why are you giving me the Braun Strowman angle? <laughs> <laughs> you remember when Braun used to cut those promos and he would hold the phone like... <laughs> yes. Okay, let's uh, put this in here. And we're good. We're gonna make this work, folks. It's all good. There we go. I agree, cool. Joseph. I agree. Okay. Okay, so, I'm good. Do you have it? What else up? is in the news? Do I need what to pull it up? No, um the other news segment was just um NXT is planning a takeover, which a lot of people were speculating that they weren't going to be doing any more takeovers. But apparently that is not the case. Let me see if we have a date for this. Okay. Uh so the try. first NXT um takeover is reportedly scheduled for next month. The first okay. takeover in the 2.0 era is scheduled for Sunday, December 5th, according to Brandon Truston or WrestleNomics. Well, there so you go. So this will be the very first takeover since the 2.0 era started. 
Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I mean, I like them doing it on TV. What do you think about them going back to a more traditional pay-per-view weekend edition? I, I, I feel like they do better build-ups for takeovers than they do for, like, these TV specials. Um, so I do miss the, the takeover factor. But if takeover is going to be in the Capitol Wrestling Center, whatever it's called, then I don't mind them being on TV. I don't need a takeover unless it's going to be at a normal arena the old school kind of way you know what i mean because takeover hasn't felt like takeover since since pre-pandemic yeah i agree especially the nxt fans are off the hook man they have that energy you need that yeah you know i just don't know do you know like do you think that nxt right now 2.0 could go and sell out a barclay center again and that the fans will bring that kind of energy i don't think so no, well, and we need a live audience for when Tony D'Angelo wins the NXT title off Tommaso Ciampa. I don't know how we're going to, like, end up. We're going to have to fly down to Florida and talk to those. Like, I feel like there's, like, an NXT ticket mafia that we will have to talk to to get into the CWC. <laughs> or, you know what, we'll talk to Tony. He likes us. There you go. I think day one. I think we have literally from, like, second one, the second he debuted, yeah, Wrestling we've been here. We've been here since he, he since he had no Twitter. Then then he had what? He have what? Sixty followers? No, he had forty four followers when I follow him. So yeah, <laughs> I know we're we are the Tony D'Angelo bump. We've made yeah. it happen. He's been our project. So okay, this is good. We got this set up. Um, super chats might be a little bit of a challenge, but we're gonna do what we can do. So I'll just tell you what happened. I had my Chrome synced, right, to between my two computers. And okay. so I had all these tabs open. And I was like, oh, you know what I'm going to do tonight? I'm going to shut a bunch of tabs because it was having trouble finding things. I don't, know, I don't know about you. How many tabs do you have open on too your many. browser? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got them where they go off screen. Even when I group them, they go off yes. screen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> there's some article I'm going to read at some point. You know, God forbid I bookmark anything. So tonight I'm like, I'm going to close some tabs. <laughs> But then I'm like, oh shit, I'm running this sync. I don't want to lose all these tabs on my other computer. I just want it to be on this. I'm going to turn off sync. And when I turned off sync, it dropped me out of Chrome. It restarted Chrome and like clean. All my cookies are cleared. Now I got like a fresh unsynced Chrome right now. So I got to log back into straight. Like it's a whole to do. I'm not even logged into my email. I've got Wrestling Inc. open. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, I know I know how that goes. I never had it happen to me on stream like it did to you, but I, I personally keep a lot of tabs open. I have yeah, I have a whole Chrome window for when I'm streaming myself. I have one for like personal things, work things. Like I have so many windows open and I'm like you, I don't bookmark anything. So when, mine are all the same. And with yeah. the house, here I am like researching all this stuff. Yeah. Um so what you know, while we're getting personal, I was telling you off there. Let me tell everyone right now. I put way much time and effort into like home theater and setting this up, trying to do like good home theater on the cheap. And let me just tell you for like a hundred bucks at mono price right now, you can get an under the couch subwoofer for like another 50. You can get a wireless kit to run to that. Let me just say it's a game changer. But after the weekend with one subwoofer under the couch, and I'm like, I need to get a splitter and get a second subwoofer under the couch. Cause that's just changing everything for the movie. Completely watching experience at home. necessary. Absolutely necessary because it's not centered. And if you can't have it to the center, you've got to have one on the same, the other side. I'm very big on symmetry. That's right. really the key. Everything is centered in this new house. I've been driving everyone here crazy because if we're installing a TV, if we're mounting it, if we're positioning the couch, I'm getting out the laser level and the, the laser measuring device and making sure everything is dead center between optical uh, checkpoints in the room. OCD at its finest. It just kills me. But do you ever do that? You go to somebody's house, you sit down and watch TV, and you're like, this isn't centered. It doesn't yes. work. Yes, I do. I do. I don't have to sit in the center, but the TV has to be it has to be centered. Yeah, it bothers me if it's not. I'm with you on that. Yes, it, it gnaws at me. Uh, Hojo Tugo Bolinski, $5 super chat. Roman Fierce, Tony D, Italian mob versus Samoan mob. That is a Survivor Series match if I ever saw one. Yes. Yes. Henry Lemus asking, what did I smoke before this? I had the worst ice cream I've ever had tonight. And I don't want to say who it's from. They don't sponsor the uh, podcast. But it was like it was like a healthy ice cream. And I tasted like I was eating sand. Yeah. It was so bad. It was so bad. So we ordered. Uh, then I was like, let's just get vegan shakes from Fat Burger. 
So I had that. So I'm a little bit logy because I like tried to pound half like a very thick vegan milkshake right before coming on the air. Ew. Okay. Yes. I saved the rest. <laughs> I saved the rest. Uh, it doesn't sound like you're going to finish it. <laughs> no, it's good. Fatburger, man. Like. Oh, okay. Fatburger. It's the ice cream. That was yeah. Bad. You know, it's the, the ice cream we threw away. When's the, when have you in life have you ever thrown away ice cream? I have. Yeah. Well, it's rare. Do I look like the kind of guy who's thrown away a lot of ice cream in his life? Uh, tonight, it was, it was so bad. We threw it away. So that was my evening while I was watching the show. Do we have any other news? Because I don't got... No, that was it. That was it. I, was I didn't it read the AJ Styles article. I just hope he's okay and that everything's okay. Yes. Someone pointing out my hairline's not centered. The bane of my existence, uh, part of the reason why I had to grow this beard is when I used to have sideburns, you know, back in the day when 90210 made those hits. Right. is that like my sideburns are like a different thickness and i could never get them quite even and so i would shave and i would start with like sideburns and then by trying to even them out it was like that i love lucy episode with the christmas tree and i would just end up like having to basically shave my head because i couldn't get it i just couldn't get it even now with the beard i love easier. the reference i love the reference yes 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 awful 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 so tonight mandy rose nxt women's Champion, you look like you've thrown someone else's ice cream, Glenn. Thanks, DX Vex. I appreciate that. Um, oh my yeah. god, look at DTA podcast saying NXT was boring tonight. You know, I didn't want to say that, but the fact that we've been talking for 15 minutes and we haven't started covering NXT is probably because... part of the fact that it wasn't the greatest episode. <laughs> There were some good points. This was a high point. Mandy Rose opening the show yes. on Toxic Attraction, like running the women's division. Love this. Here for that. I think that's going to be great. Yes. Loved um, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane handing out the beatdowns backstage uh, to Zoe Stark. Um, Io Shirai coming out was good. We're getting a six-week, uh, six-woman tag next week. Yes. That will be okay. But I think um, man, Frankie Monet, they got to give Mandy a really good storyline right now. Yes, I agree with you. I thought Frankie Monet was going to be her first opponent, just based out of the little teases and, and things that we see from them backstage in the past. But I was very impressed with Mandy tonight. She came out looking confident. She came out looking like the champion. I think a lot of people are collectively happy for her, but doubting that this was the right move and she's going to do her best to prove them wrong. And she she had that confidence. I loved the promo my favorite part about this whole thing was Io coming out as a yeah. singles all by herself, challenging Mandy. And you know what was even more badass here is that Mandy said, hey, I'm not afraid of you. And she started throwing hands with Io Shirai. I love that yeah. because a lot of people are not really all in in the Mandy Rose as champion. But that's the thing. She's out there talking to you about how hot she is. But when somebody that's considered the best woman wrestler possibly in NXT comes out mm -hmm. to challenge her, she's not afraid of her. So I absolutely love the confidence that Mandy Rose has right now. Going down, going back down to NXT is probably the best thing that has happened to her career. And I remember when it first happened, we talked about it, and I wonder why is she here? But I'm glad that they proved us wrong. I like toxic attraction, and I love the fact that we have women for what? Like the first 25 minutes of the show were all women, and I, I was here for it. It was great. Well, only the best thing that's ever happened in her career because Rose Gold never really got its footing with her pairing with gold dust. I mean, she did have um, a brief love affair with Otis. We can't forget that. That's true. That's probably the second best thing. I didn't like it. Yeah. I mean, I liked it, but then it led to Otis winning the briefcase. And I was like, now listen, I wanted Otis to get the kiss. I didn't need him to get the briefcase, like one or the other, you know? <laughs> the, uh, the swimming pool segment that I believe that was they, the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Now, did they film that at Zack Ryder's pool? They asked to film yes. that at Zack Ryder's pool. Yes, after, after they release him. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Imagine. That would yeah. be like uh, like if we if we decide to release Glenn from Wrestling Inc. podcast, but then there's a pay-per-view in Vegas, and we'll be like, yo, Glenn, can we stay at your house? <laughs> that's literally how that would feel like. Total Raj move. You're like, hey, Actually, uh, Raj, Raj will do some shit like that. Raj will totally do some shit like that. <laughs> I hope he's not watching. I don't think. Oh, Raj was fine. I don't think Raj watches us on Tuesdays. To be honest, with yeah, you. Raj can't release me because then he might have to do another podcast during the week, and God forbid. I'm surprised he, he hasn't. I'm today. surprised he hasn't tried to give me raw yet, so he doesn't have to do that one. Just I better not. Let, let me not manifest it. <laughs> 
He's busy. Look at the appearances he's doing. He's doing like that MLW panel stuff. I he's, see the photos. He's, he's doing Ryback's big. podcast. He, he's too big for us. Seriously. Seriously, us he's Tuesday times. people. He don't have time for us. But yes, it's we true. can say we can say whatever we want because he doesn't listen to us. <laughs> yes. Thank God for that. Um, no, this was great. But next week, the fact that Yoshirai is going to be with uh, Casey um, Kanzaro, I mean, the six woman tag next week and with Carter. I mean, okay, like not, the, uh, not the most exciting. I agree with you, but let's see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then backstage, ran to Dakota Kai. <laughs> Dakota Kai, we gotta talk about that. Yes, they what do you ran think? What do you think of the Kai. new look? Her new attitude is, as Patty LaBelle once sang about. So I like what she said backstage because I I liked Mandy approaching her, but at no point throughout Dakota's reveal last week that I think she was there to help Mandy. The whole time I agree with what Dakota said. I thought she was there just because of Raquel because they have a long-term story mm-hmm. going. So Mandy going up to her, I was like, I mean, that doesn't make her look very smart because you shouldn't never assume that she was there to help you. But maybe they're trying to recruit her. I think toxic attraction might just become a thing where they try to get more people in. Um, then she had the match with Cora, and I gotta say, yeah, yeah, I'm very confused with how NXT is doing their booking, because it's been a couple of weeks now, Glenn, that they have, like, they have somebody up and coming win, but then they lose, and I get confused with, are we trying to push this new person, or not, because they're doing a lot of 50-50 booking, and that happened with, didn't they let Cora beat Frankie, and now she just lost to Dakota? That's confusing. Yeah. What are we doing it here? Um, but what happened after the match do you not think that was the weirdest freaking thing ever? Like, like she she put the table on her face, but then she didn't do anything with it. Then she's like <laughs> tweaking. Like, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. Did I she hear voices know. in her hair? You remember that episode of Raw with Retribution where Reckoning just started having like a seizure or something? She started shaking. <laughs> I, yes. I thought I thought of that. I was like, what is happening to her? Like, I it really, I di- I couldn't understand. I don't know if the spot didn't go the way it was supposed to or or if she's just going into a dark, weird, does, does this have to do with the shoveling? I don't know, but I thought it was weird. It was a little weird, but I'm curious where they're going with this. I think um, Dakota and Raquel continue, but I could see Dakota in her new character challenging for the women's title. I think that's the thing. I like that there's so many possibilities right now for where they can go with the NXT women's title picture. Um, but I think more importantly, though, they need to have really meaningful secondary and tertiary feuds. So it doesn't have the same problem that SmackDown and Raw have, where it's just all about the women's championship and everyone else is pushed to the side. Yeah, but I feel like um, you're doing the same gimmick with a lot of people at the same mm. time. Like, you know, in, in, for example, in Raw, they did the whole RK Bro, and now they have Rhea Ripley with Nikki Ash trying to recreate that, oh, right? Yeah. And I see the chat saying it's like a dual personality thing. Well, you're doing that with Damian Priest, so you shouldn't be doing it with two other people on the roster right now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. It just feels like they're just grabbing three gimmicks and giving it to one person on each show. Hey, there's, you know, a gimmick like Tony D'Angelo only comes along Nobody once in can a lifetime. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, with the rest, they just, uh, they recycle. They reduce, reuse, and recycle the gimmicks in professional wrestling across all promotions. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Um, but, uh, oh, MSK in downtown Orlando, who are they talking about? Like this mentor that they're paying to help them, who came up with the name. Now, of course, we didn't hear that because a bus went by... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we would never get to hear the story and i absolutely love every time they try to tell the story something happens to where we don't hear it i don't know who they were talking about who do you think i don't know that's a very good question um i like the fact that they talked about how maybe they got comfortable as champions i feel like not a lot of champions just talk about that when they lose their titles you know what i mean they were like maybe we forgot you know, how, how to chase. And, and I, I, I thought that was a nice part of the conversation. But I have no clue because I'm not, I'm not very familiar with MSK, you know, so I don't know if, if they had somebody with them in the past, if they had a manager. Are they looking about bringing in a manager? 
It sounds like it will be somebody experienced. What if it's Joey Abs from the Mean Street Posse and they're the Mean Street Kids? <gasps> Shut up. Okay, that's actually good. Yeah, no, they're like the, they're like the Muppet Babies of the Mean Street Posse. I love it. I love I think it. it works. Make it happen. I think I think that's a solid, solid gimmick. Agreed. We'll Agreed. But I, I uh, thought this was a good segment. I liked it. It was good unfortunately, fun. Unfortunately, it was followed by Zion Quinn versus Robert Stone singing. No. Wait, was that, is that what happened? Yeah. Yes, right? that is what happened. Yes. Because yes. I just looked at that. I was just like, I, I stepped out of the room to fiddle with something and I heard the singing and I was just like, oh, this is bad. This is so yes. bad. Yes, I thought that I had eaten an expired edible. Hmm. That, I talked about my edible experience on the podcast. We've talked about that. Don't need to rehash that night of me crying, convinced I was going to die. Um, but it was, even it then, was the worst segment ever. I was like, NXT needs to get it together, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, this was bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and Shawn Michaels' song, that, like, that's such a classic. You shouldn't mess with that. It's a classic. Even the original version of Sexy Boy is terrible. Like, yeah, no yeah, cover yeah. of it can make it good. Like, it's just bad. It's just a bad song. You don't it like you don't like Sexy Boy? Hence of the mean, merchandise? The lyrics are very deep, obviously. There's, uh, you know, dual meaning on many levels there. But uh, I just can't get with it, man. Did you like when Vince McMahon sang it? Well, I mean, Vince... You know, Vince is one of those vocalists. He can really make a song his own. Yeah, you know? I didn't. It's a yeah. Somebody in the chat says the greatest bat song ever. I think that I think might be people, true. People think it's a good song because of what it represents, right? We're so emotionally attached to this entrance music. You hear that, you think Shawn Michaels, and he's a lot of people's favorite wrestler. So I think you know. I think maybe that's why people, I don't know. I just didn't need to see this guy singing it. I don't care if Robert Stone was singing because it's Robert Stone and he does dumb stuff like that. But uh, this segment was just a mess. And you know what I did? I had to open Twitter and just go through the timeline to see if everybody was feeling like I was feeling. I was like, I don't want to hate on this, but this isn't good. And yep, everybody was like, what am I watching? (laughs) It was unnecessary. Completely unnecessary segment. I'm curious because I think I might have just put something together for the very first time. Now I understand it. Okay. Sexy Boy debuted in like February of 1992. Okay. You know what was a huge single in the United States in 1991, late 1991? No. Right said Fred's I'm Too Sexy. (gasps) Shut the front door. That is a hundred percent what they were going for. Too sexy for me. Yes, that is what they were going for. I never realized that before. Sexy boy. Yes, it all (laughs) makes sense. It all makes sense. Wow. Uh, Anyhow, that story that I just told, more interesting than this segment we saw tonight. Uh, Zion Quinn, though, won the very quick squash match. Uh, Backstage vignette from Joe Gacy. Face of Harlan seen in the background. That was such a horror, like a bad horror movie edit. Like he's just standing there talking and you see the um, Harlan's face like pop off. Like like yeah. it was floating around and he's like, it doesn't matter if he has a shaven head or tattoos. And I'm like, what? I, I, I feel like maybe Parker was just a victim of the internet hyping him up. But I thought they were going to do so much more with Parker, you know, and I'm going to call her I, I will call him Parker no matter what. <laughs> and now well, yeah. I, I just don't like this. Yeah, but it, it's a problem when everybody loves somebody because they look like somebody else. I don't love him because of that. Because actually, you know that Brock Lesnar is one of my favorites. So I don't think anybody is ever going to live up to that. But I I did think that he had, I see your point. Because he had like a little bit of a hype machine behind him. So I was like, yeah. wow, you could really debut this guy if he's ready to have in-ring action. Because I read, you know, in the beginning that he wa- didn't have any experience. So I figured it was going to take a little bit to get him there. But I was like, you could debut this guy and make him the biggest badass just because he has all of this hype behind him. And, and this yeah. is what you do with him? It just seems underwhelming. Unless, unless he just can't freaking wrestle, but we don't know because we haven't really seen much. 
Well, I mean, but this gimmick they're doing with him feels like um, this is, I mean, we talk about like Vince just recycling. Yes. Like, oh, he's, he's a madman. He's a monster. He's a machine. It's okay. So he's every other, he's Lars Sullivan. He's every other guy they've done this with. Yeah, but why is he dressed like Michael Myers? Eh, it's just, I mean, same shit, different costume, you know? I guess, I don't know. I'm just, I, I, I thought that you could do more with him just, because if you think about it, you they have people like that in the main roster that they push even if they can't wrestle Eva Marie, who happens to be friends with Parker. But he's like, even, they, wow, shots fired. <laughs> but even like with her, who we know can't go in the ring, they kind of like put a little bit of hype behind her. So I thought he would have the same treatment. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's very weird. Legato uh, Del Fantasma got a win tonight. Joaquin Wilde and Raul, Raul Mendoza versus Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly. This was a lengthy match. They really gave these guys some time. Yes. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly is still boring. This you is know tough, he is. man. You know he is. He's so boring, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, but they. I think they're. They're gonna. I thought Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly were going to try to go for the tag titles, but they just lost. So does that mean Legato is going to go for the tag titles now? Yeah. Legato del Fantasma feels like if they got caught up with the main roster, it wouldn't surprise me. And if they got dropped completely, it wouldn't surprise me at this point. I just Because feel they like, booked them into a 50-50 mess. Yeah, it's very weird, man. But this this is the problem with matches like this, though. I feel like... I don't know. If you look segment by segment, I feel like, um, yes, the wrestling was good, but when you look at the characters and the story, this is a real dip compared to the other stuff we're seeing happen in NXT right now. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. This feels like NXT 1.0, not NXT 2.0. This feels like reality show NXT. Yeah. It's just kind of basic. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I told you just that about Cora too. Like they're doing so much fifty-fifty booking in NXT that it doesn't help anybody when they have matches like this, you know. And then you're putting people that should probably win against each other. So just put somebody that can take the loss against somebody that needs to win. You know what I mean? Don't put two people that you they both could use to win. Legado del Fantasma mm-hmm. hasn't felt the same in a long time. From when Santos Escobar was calling out Carrion Cross months ago, yeah. that Legado del Fantasma to where they're at now doesn't even seem like the same stable. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um, oh, man. So we had, let's talk about Duke's poker room tonight. And uh, Cameron Grimes winning big at the table. Um, I, th- I thought I guess, he was going to lose it all for a second. Well, now we know what Cameron's next feud is going to be with Duke Hudson. And I hope Cameron goes over in this. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't like the poker room gimmick. I don't know. No, I was gonna, just going to say, as someone who likes a, a good gimmick, this gimmick is stupid. It is, right? Okay, it's not just me. It is. And, it's and really I, stupid. I was talking about NXT today before the show on my channel, and I thought, you know what? If somebody can make this poker room gimmick be likable it will be Cameron Grimes you know I can see why they would introduce him in there to try to make that better I like that Cameron Grimes one I I feel like NXT is either a hit or a miss with these backstage segments because they're doing a lot of them I just don't like the poker room like let's let's just move them to the ring and why is he not coming out with a deck of cards and you know drawing high card uh, you know, to pick stipulations, throwing the cards on the ground and yelling 52 pickup. I mean, there's so much more they could be doing with this gimmick. And say he's doing a poker room. Um, this, this gimmick is dumb. And why don't they give him like a clever, why don't they make his thing like he's really into yo-yos? He comes out with a yo-yo and he's doing tricks with the yo-yo and then he can like beat his opponent with the yo-yo. No, Glenn. Also, what happened to Cameron Grimes' makeover and dating app show that we were supposed to I have? know. That's and more interesting dissing, than the poker room. And, and you're there dissing yo-yos. Chicks, there wasn't chicks in there like playing poker. Why didn't Cameron Grimes try to get a number? I thought we he was trying to look for everything. love. 
We can't have everything in one week. Uh, Issa, what's wrong with yo-yos? I know you're younger than I am. You're not from a yo-yo generation. You grew up I with, am from with a video games. The, the, you know, how old do you think I am? You're I, younger than I am. How old are you? 45. Okay, I'm slightly younger than you are. Yes. Yes, when I, I was a child, we had yo-yos. We would take a tire. I play with yo-yos. We would get a tire and a okay. stick, and we would I, hit the tire with the stick and just roll it along. It's a good time. Oh, I we didn't do any of that, but I did play like baseball with like a handball like listen i grew up in puerto rico okay we didn't have much <laughs> i didn't have cable until i was older so <laughs> we had to we really had to improvise <laughs> i understand no i'm just saying but the poker thing is just dumb it's really just a bad gimmick um and they're not making the most of it like oh i have this poker room come and play poker with me um maybe this will lead to a match like I just didn't. I, 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 there's, a, there's so many things in NXT right now that I feel they're doing right, but at the same time, there's so many things that they're doing wrong. And the poker room one is one of them. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, they, DX Vex, yes. love that chat. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, Issa 21. Anyone who says different is a liar. I didn't even know she was old enough to drink. So there you go. <laughs> I'm over the poker room. I'm glad Cameron Grimes won big because I was like, is this how we're going to make him poor? He's going to lose it all in this yeah. crappy freaking poker room, but he didn't. And now this guy lost everything. So are they going to wrestle and then the poker room gimmick is gone because he has no money? Yeah, they need to shut down the poker room. Wait, yeah. Dukatsu was in Retribution? This is Brandon Vink. He was in Retribution? Wait, is that the same guy I'm thinking of? Well, you re when Retribution first showed up, yes. there was like 21 of them, remember? Brendan Vink, who, uh, he was in Retribution, right? I'm not imagining. I don't know. I don't know. Do you remember when Retribution first showed up? There was like 20 of them. So this is a oh, possibility. Right. Yeah, he might have been uh, the guy that was left out of that early on. Or he might have gotten hurt when they threw the brick at the light poles and he couldn't make, you know. <laughs> remember when they threw the, the thing at the light and it exploded? Oh, he wasn't in Retribution. He was with Shane Thorne as a partner. Oh. That's right. But maybe, listen, maybe he was in Retribution when he was 20 of them. Yeah, like, wait a second. So, so that's even worse. Like, he was overshadowed by Retribution. <laughs> uh, retribution is a better gimmick than this poker room. Uh, Oof, I don't know about that. I don't know. It's very bad. It's a very bad thing. Good on Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes won tonight um, in the poker room. We all he know where big. this is leading. He won big in the poker room. There you go. I, I feel uh, like I feel like we're seeing a Baron Corbin 2.0. Remember, I just told you the recycling gimmicks. Yes. We just saw too much of Baron Corbin at the casino, and now we're seeing it here again. You know. Also, I want Baron Corbin to be broke again. And why don't they recycle Daniel Bryan's gimmick and have a wrestler who's really into recycling? Think about that. Uh, Braun Breaker versus Andre Chase. Andre, what's Andre Chase is this is kind of a shitty gimmick as well, but it kind of works because he's just clearly going to be a punching bag. He's going to be an angry guy trying to teach people and just he's kind of like Drew Gulak 2.0. Yes. Without yes, the PowerPoints, and the PowerPoints were awesome. I liked I like PowerPoint Drew Gulak. I'm not going to lie. Um, that was a whole different era of 205 Live, though. Like, listen, that's when 205 Live was actually something. But yeah, I mean, the he makes good merch. The Chase U merch, I think, is good. The, the sweater that he wears here or there. Um, but yeah, I don't think he's gonna get any meaningful wins. If you can buy a Tony D'Angelo T-shirt, first uh, off, why do you need to buy anything else? Uh, but if you can buy, you a Tony can't. I don't think they're giving him merch yet. Okay, but my point is though, if you could buy any NXT superstar T-shirt, why would you buy a Chase U? And I've bought some dumb merch. I have a Social Outcast shirt in a box somewhere in this room. No, you don't. Um, no, I you do don't. Indeed. Do you I really? Do I I do. Did you I buy the B theme one that looked like it was just a no? Okay. I should have bought that. Uh, I have a King no, of Bad News shirt somewhere in here. I have a Rusev Day calendar that I never even opened. Uh, I bought. I like shitty merch, but Chase U is. This is just. There's a very low ceiling on this gimmick. I just look and I can confirm that the WWE shop still has no merch for Tony D'Angelo. That's disappointing. I guess they don't like money then. Um, but Braun Breaker got his win tonight. 
I mean, he lost last week, he wins this week. Sounds like 50-50, which has been my complaint for the last 38 minutes. Yes. <laughs> and he said that uh, he and Ciampa aren't done. Oh, okay. It sounds like a Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> this is what, actually, I, they should have Braun Breaker be like the paper boy and better off dead, following Ciampa around going, I want my rematch. <laughs> And you should just follow him everywhere for the next year until he finally gets it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, he sounds stalkerish, but he needs to get to the back of the line with Raquel yes. and everybody else that needs to go to the back of the line because they just lost a match. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Well, uh, Tony D'Angelo, let's talk about this. High high point of the night. Oh, my God. Sorry, folks. If you're not down with this, just why are you even watching this podcast? Tony D'Angelo with Last Legend... And they bring out her producer, Mark. And, oh, my God, this was fantastic. Mark, with his arm in a sling, looking terrified. Tony D'Angelo trying to put him over, talking about his lovely wife and his kids and where he lives. His address? His address? Oh, my God. So great. This was so great. Say hello to your wife. Say hello to to the boys. (laughs) Now, you tell Lash Legend. Uh, everything's okay <laughs> my god that, this was it was priceless it was so good you can see that tony d'angelo is starting to understand his role and he's living for it right on the beginning i mean we always loved him everybody knows that but i feel like the moment that he came out and made his debut and saw how the crowd reacted to him and started really seeing how social media is reacting to him he was like oh i have something here and now he's just full he's gone Full Tony D'Angelo on us. Because they're giving us a real gimmick. This is like, okay, so here's a dude who's connected to some people. We're not going to say their by name. Uh, He's connected. He can use, uh, you know, various tactics at his disposal. This isn't like, well, he runs a poker room and he'll play you in a poker game. And if he loses, he'll beat you in the ring. Or he teaches a university where he yells at his students and then he gets beat up. No, Tony D'Angelo is playing 4D freaking chess with his opponents and with his enemies here, pulling the strings, making things happen. They have, they have committed to this. It is a batshit crazy gimmick on paper. If you said in the year 2021, almost 2022, this is the gimmick we're going for. Um, and we're just going to go full. He's going to try and bribe the ref. He's going to give every, all the women $100 bills to get yourself a little something nice. Uh, by the way, to- by mm. the way, you know how I always do my latch tip? Yes. Tony D'Angelo, for Lash Legend to get a good set of lashes, since she's getting a brand new set, you need to give her at least $150. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's your tip. That's for a good set. Don't go to the lady that says, oh, I'll do your lashes for 30 bucks, honey. Don't do it. You will not be able to open your eyes for the next week. There you go. But they are freaking committed to this gimmick. And every time we think like, oh, they're just going to play sort of hokey mafia and he's going to say, forget about it and like try and bribe the ref. No, he like straight up in like an amazingly charming way, like threatened the hell out of a man's family tonight during yes. this segment. And I know somebody in the chat earlier said Roman Reigns against Tony D'Angelo, you know, the Samoan mafia and the Italian mafia. No, but we need it because they are giving in a complete different way, the same energy, the same mob master, you know, mob boss energy, but they're doing it completely different. You know what I mean? I I, I just absolutely love this. I love how committed he is. And the fact that he stole the show from Lash Legend. Shout out to Mark. Mark had an amazing performance here as well. But Mark is great. I, yeah, I thought this was excellent. It felt like I was watching an old mafia movie, the way that he was just smiling, telling the guy, say hello to the wife, say hello to the kids. And like, you know what he was implying by it. Oh my God. It was just, it was great. It was great. And I know that we love him and maybe he started as a ha ha. Look at how funny this is, but I really, really think he's my favorite. I don't think I know he's my favorite thing on NXT right now. I mean, every time, every time he's been on the air, 
they surprise and delight me yes. in a way that I didn't see coming. And we've pitched some angles and some outlandish shit. And you know what? I think they might do it. He named Gargano. He named Tommaso Ciampa. Yes. And I kid you not, he absolutely could be the NXT champion sooner rather than later. I agree. Also, I just want to make a disclaimer on behalf of Glenn, Raj, Alfred, and myself in Wrestling Inc. Tony D'Angelo is not making us do this. We have not been forced or paid to pull him over. Uh, we are, Our families are not being held captive. We actually really, really love Tony D'Angelo. But Tony, if you could do me a favor, uh, just move. I've got all these extra boxes and garbage I need picked up. If you could call some people. I mean, he, he, he knows people in the sanitation business. I know, he does. And I'm tired of driving <laughs> 10 miles to a recycling center to throw my boxes in a pot. That's, that's uh, unforgivable. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there. Uh, Tony, call no, us. I think this this was so good tonight. This was the high point. This is probably the high point of my day. Let's be let's be real. I had the disappointing <laughs> ice cream earlier. Fat Burger Shake was good, but Tony D'Angelo was better. Uh, no, this, this was great. I mean, no disrespect to my wife and my cats, but, uh, this Tony D'Angelo segment was, this, this is the one I'm going to think about when I go to sleep tonight and just sort of smile and then nod off. Yeah, I'll probably play it. I will probably play it before I fall asleep. Hopefully they have uploaded it to YouTube at that point. I had a long day. I was, I told you, I was in Providence yesterday for Raw. Yes. And I decided to come back and I took a bus, which I hadn't done in years. Okay? Oh my God. I know. Shut up. But, <laughs> but this is the kind of day that I had. I, just by saying that, you, the look on your face of terror, that's exactly the day I was having. And Tony D'Angelo changed that for me. I don't know, Issa. I might, I might prefer to hitchhike and just take my odds that way. <laughs> I was going to take the Amtrak, and then I was like, because I, like, I do like Amtrak traveling. If it's like something between two hours, sometimes it's a lot easier to do the Amtrak than to take a plane because you know you have to get there early blah 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 yeah, which with the train you don't but i didn't like the hours that they had so i was like you know what it just adds an extra 20 minutes to do the bus and the amtrak so why not it, it, i didn't hate it i didn't hate it yeah. but it was still bus traveling and i was still like i feel so gross i need to shower as soon as i get home but outside of that i'm just saying tony d'angelo completely changed the course of my day so Thank if tony you, d'angelo isn't the next nxt champ I think Solo Sokoa might be because this oh guy. Oh my God, yes. Speaking of another highlight, yes. So, but the problem is Solo is so good. The squash match against G Rama was so good. With Solo, I mean, do they just think they can't call him up to the main roster because it's just it's too confusing at this point? Possibly, or they just want him to get really. I think he already looks the part, and I he think he's already very, part. very good. Um, but. I mean, I guess I see you. I see your point. I don't mind him in NXT. I think NXT needs more highlights because we just spent a lot of time talking about a lot of things that we don't like. The only highlight that we're finding here was what? Mandy's promo, Tony D'Angelo, and now this. So they do need to build some kind of people that we can get emotionally invested into so that NXT can be great again. Well, and this I guy could that, be it. The problem is that he. there's nothing about him screams developmental. He looks I know. very polished. That splash he did tonight. I mean, yeah. I mean, he looks like main roster. You realize this guy like probably came out of his mother's pajajay doing that splash. Like it, it, <laughs> it runs in the family, Glenn. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's literally how he came out. He's <laughs> a Samoan. Forget well, about it. That's the show for tonight, folks. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Send all those tweets to NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. Sometimes, uh, I don't, sometimes I, I say whatever comes to my mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's very good. Um, but I guess, I guess you're right. That being said, I would love to see this guy get an NXT classic, you know, 20-minute match and see what he can do in that setting. Because I think that they've definitely left us wanting more with everything we've seen. Right. Agreed. Agreed. I just, if they bring him to the main roster, you automatically have to put him in the bloodline and maybe they just need to let whatever's going on with the bloodline run his course at the moment. It's true. Uh, no, he looks great. And it's disappointing that uh, we followed this with this vignette with Brooks Jensen <laughs> and Josh Briggs. Oh my God. From Alabama. And we know how to cook steaks. 
Unless your name is Baron Corbin, I do not want to see you on WWE television cooking steaks. It's like, so last night, Apple Music, so with my home theater, Apple Music has all these spatial songs now and everything mixed in Dolby Atmos. And so I'm discovering some music just because I need stuff to listen to that's not the same hundred songs I recognize. And like, I wasn't aware that that Applebee's commercial song is an actual song that existed before the Applebee's commercial. What song? You know, the fancy like Applebee's on a date night song. And, and oh. this vignette made me think of, <laughs> I was just like, this fits. This all fits. Um, this seemed forced. And I think there's nothing wrong with uh, talking about different cultures and backgrounds. I mean, I think it's actually really interesting and dynamic, but this seemed just like really like really selling it, which is funny. And I think like, it's funny that one day I could be like, Tony D'Angelo isn't stop, like a- Stop, stop. Look at the chat right now. <gasps> I know. <laughs> Tony D'Angelo is following Wrestling Inc. on Twitter. Wow. Finally happened. Wow. Um, oh my God. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Iron Iron Med saying they just some good old boys. Uh, unless they're driving the General Lee. I, I didn't I didn't like this. I, the steak didn't even look good, but I don't I can't eat red meats because of my stomach anymore, sadly for me. Probably you probably like to hear that because you're vegan, so you don't care. But I, first of all, I was confused if it was okay. I thought it was the same person with like split personality disorder. <laughs> So for, it took me like five minutes to realize that it was like two people like saying the same thing. <laughs> we just like to cook steaks, throw horseshoes, and play cornhole. Like, yes, good for you. <laughs> I mean, hey, you do you, man. Uh, it's funny though that Tony D'Angelo, I'm like, this is not a stereotype or over the top. This is actually committing. And with this, I'm like, this was an over the top sort of stereotype. And I thought it was dull. <laughs> yeah, but... I don't know. I don't know. I, I still think it's the same person with split personality disorder. I will pop for that. Like the movie Identity. Remember that movie? That movie's great. I'm aware of the movie Identity. John Cusack? Yes. Yes. I've not seen it, but I know of it. Oh my God. Glenn, you know how many times you stopped me and told me I had to go watch something? I will watch you Identity. Must watch Identity. Let me know when you do. I will watch Identity. I, we're talking about off there. I watched Halloween 3 the other night, for Christ's sakes. I mean, if you watch that and you haven't seen Identity, what the hell? I know. We got to do something. Got to do something. Uh, Anyways, uh, Baron Corbin is the only person that knows how to cook steaks around here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, and some people are saying, like, uh, brands like I'm from Alabama. It doesn't represent all. But, I mean, that's the thing. It just kind of felt like a little, I don't know, like, it was what it was. Um, but Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, Jensen and Briggs does sound like a country duo. Um, yes, it does. This did, okay, here, here's what it is. I've said before, one, when you say Josh Briggs, my first thing is I always think the Yeti, no, different Josh, the guy that won NXT tough enough, or the one tough enough. Um, and so I'm immediately disappointed because Yeti Nation, and I'm like, oh, Josh Briggs, different Josh. Um, but Brooks and Jensen do not, ha- or Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs, do not have a strong identity in my mind. And this vignette did not give them a stronger identity. Yeah, I agree. And I also feel like I, I know what you said because, you know, obviously the, the Tony D'Angelo gimmick is so stereotyped, but I feel like there's some, there's certain type of gimmicks that shouldn't be done. You know what I mean? With Tony D'Angelo, I just don't, I just don't <laughs> think that, I just don't think that you can go wrong with, with a mafia style gimmick here. I don't know what we're doing. That's all. Well, and that's part of it too. There's something to be said where, you know, it's, it's like with comedy sometimes, like you can t- take things to such a level. If yes. you just sort of half-ass something, people will dissect it and they're like, oh, I don't know if it's funny. I don't know if it's good. I should right. be saying that. But if you just kick it up a notch and it's really clever, people will be like, well, I don't agree with all of it, but it entertained me. You right. Know? I, I didn't and, feel like you went all in on this and that that's no. where i'm at i'm in that weird dissecting it did i like this or not and i i personally didn't enjoy it i, I we'll see where it goes but it was it was just weird it was just weird and it's putting a lot of effort into this backstage outside on different locations vignettes i give them props for that but it's 50 50 for me some of them hit and some of them are a total miss but that's the thing. It's like Cameron Grimes works. Tony D'Angelo works. Uh, right. uh, Dexter and the Garganos and all that. Like Even that Lash works. Legend. I like Lash yeah. Legend. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I think that when they do this kind of more subtle gimmick, you can't have a show that's built around strong personalities. And if you're, if you're five and everyone else is a 10, 
in terms of uh, amping it up, you're going to just get lost in the shuffle. You're going to become the low points and the parts people get bored doing. Right. You know, and it that's, also, that's might, what they it also might have to do with placement just because it came at a weird time where it was at a high too. So it just felt like a little bit of a, why, why is this happening? Yes. Um, Boa versus Grayson Waller with Boa getting the win. LA Knight on the announce table. Great. Knight, he did the distraction. So Grayson still looks strong. Yeah. <laughs> that sharp, defined jawline of his. What are we doing with LA Knight here? What are we doing with LA Knight? There was what such are we doing a, with any of this? Right. <laughs> I mean, I ask myself that about everything in my life right now. But I, I just feel like that high of LA Knight when he won the title and turned on Ted DiBiase, and he, I was like, oh, this is going to be the heel that everybody, you know, that's going to yeah. take all the baby faces down. And now he just feels like such a, an afterthought in NXT. And I just want to point out that uh, with Grayson Waller, that, um, you know, this is uh, the, oh, Grayson Waller. It is the 30th anniversary of the Vanilla Ice movie, Cool as Ice. And I think the world is ready for a Vanilla Ice gimmick. And who better than Grayson Waller, who looks like he could be Vanilla Ice's son? Ice, Ice, baby. I saw Cool as Ice, not in theaters, only on Laserdisc. It's not a very good movie. Uh, one of my good friends from New York, her nickname for, for me is Ice Ice Baby, and it's because she thought my name was pronounced Isa. So oh, it, she calls go. me Ice Ice Baby, which I always think is funny. It's the only person that's ever given me a nickname. So I always tell people my name is three letters long, so nobody has to give me a nickname. But oh, yeah, that's true. it's stuck. It's stuck with the Ice Ice Baby. So fun fact. There you have it. Uh, so that story more interesting than the yes. segment. <laughs> your your little house tour, seeing your boxes, was more interesting than this segment. Yes, um, we got went to the poker room. Oh man, Cameron Grimes! Why are they making like this? Isn't making Duke Hudson better? It's making Cameron Grimes worse. Putting him in these segments with Duke Hudson in the poker room. Yeah. Agreed, and at least he won money. And and when he said drinks on me, that's that's my favorite line that anybody could ever say. So at least there was that. Um, maybe Duke Hudson loses so much he borrows money from Tony D'Angelo. The only way that this will work is if he if if he was like a what's the name of that movie? The one that the, no 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 the woman that was running the entire freaking celebrity. Poker. Oh, uh, Molly's was it? Molly. It was Molly's, Molly's game. Molly's, Molly's game. game. Like if he was like not so goofy and was running like a legit underground poker team, then I could then I could go for this. You know, and he's like blackmailing NXT people because they're like playing poker or giving them loans. That's something probably Tony D'Angelo would do actually. But now that I can get behind, and that's how he gets infused where people don't pay them the money because he loaned the money to play in his underground poker. Like you can make this interesting, but they're not. Yes. Ah, oh, man. Uh, new vignette for Kaylee Ray. She's coming back. To building this. Uh, I feel like, she, okay, is she going through a breakup? Because <laughs> I like, don't know. Yeah, you uh, have you ever been to those places? Like a lot of women go there. I have done it where they let you go in there and break shit and like smash cars and stuff <laughs> just for. Just to, like, release some stress. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you can throw plates and break glasses. Wasn't that lot... an episode of Tough Enough? Didn't they go? No, Total Divas. The Total oh, okay. Divas went to it. Yeah, Paige and Nikki Bella. But you do that to, to you know, to release some stress. A lot of women sure. that are going through, like, a breakup would do it. So I feel like, to me, personally, that's what I thought about. I was like, oh, man, she must. that must have been a really bad breakup. That's all I was thinking about this entire vignette. There you go. Not good, right? No. <laughs> I don't think that's what they're trying to get me to think about. We need more meaningful stories in the women's division, and Agreed. I hope we get them because there's so much talent. Um, we had Tommaso Ciampa. I loved this promo, and I think Tommaso Ciampa, like, I think his real-life story is very inspirational. Yes. Uh, if you haven't heard before, look it up. It will make you cry. Uh, I think that his work in NXT, he has been the backbone of, of this company for many years now. I think he's had many great stories, many great feuds, but I think sometimes he's a little bland, a little plain, uh, very talented wrestler, but if you know, he's, he's only as good as the quality of the feud or storyline he's in. And I think that his promo tonight, we're talking about everything changing 
and Halloween Havoc, except him. I didn't like that he said uh, Braun Breaker won his respect. Tired of that shit. Yeah. Like, you know, like, no, that's not, you're not a baby face. Right. Have some authority. You know? Right. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, um, but interrupted by Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. And we ended up getting uh, this dovetailed in the next segment. But everyone was talking about this uh, Gargano and uh, Ciampa having meaningful uh, exchange, glancing, Gargano teasing a swing uh, uh, to toy with the crowd and this face off. Um, that's what everyone was talking about. Of course they were, because those were the days of NXT. Gargano and Ciampa was. Well, I feel like NXT had quite a few peaks, but the Gargano and Ciampa feud was one hell of a peak for NXT. We do want them to fight forever. At the same time, we wanted them to stay together forever. Their breakup. Anytime that you have any kind of interaction with them, and I've been waiting for it, uh, I think it's going to pop. At least your old school NXT viewers, you know. Um, I would love to see something. I don't know if I would like to see them feud for the title again, team up again, but I, I, was, a, I was a DIY girl. So, <laughs> I mean, I see them together and I get all in my feelings. But I agree with you. I thought this promo was excellent and i think like when we go back and talk about how we thought that um brown breaker should have won last week i see a promo like this from champa and i realize why some of the new guys are not going over yet they might not be ready to be giving us this kind of material yet you know mm. yeah it's very hard I mean, to get emotionally invested in, in a promo or like just to get emotionally invested with somebody that's brand new, let alone them come out there and cut a promo that's really going to capture you. And I thought I thought Champa did that tonight. Do you think Gargano is staying or do you think he's leaving in a couple months? Uh, oh, wait, I got this. I have a Magic A-Ball. <laughs> magic A-Ball. Is Johnny Gargano staying in NXT? Yes. You heard it here first, folks. Most reliable I mean, source in all of the IWC. I mean, him and Dexter, the chemistry has been really good. I thought tonight, I mean, this match was very entertaining. These are all talented competitors, but, yes. you know, Carmelo and Trick did win. They should have won. Um, I don't know where they go next. I could see them doing Gargano Ciampa as the swan song if Gargano's leaving. Um, but if he's staying, they should I not just, do that match. Magic able aside, I just don't know that it would be the right time for him to walk away because of all the changes happening in his personal life. Um, and, and Candace is probably still under contract. And I am assuming based on what we know oh, yeah, that yeah. she's going to have her contract expanded because of all these months <laughs> that she's not allowed to wrestle. So we know that she's in there. I don't know how long she has left, but she's going to have like a year packed onto it because of this, you know, um, pregnancy leave so why would he leave maybe um maybe sign like a short shorter term you know until she's out i don't know because there's also been evidence that people can be in the two separate companies but i don't i don't i personally don't see him leaving until baby is here and all that mm. yeah maybe maybe that's what happens Oh, this was a good main event. Just kind of no. I don't know. That, is this the storyline? I mean, I don't know that this is going to continue. I think this was maybe the end. You didn't think it's going to go towards um, Gargano and Carmelo, maybe? I mean, doesn't that feel... Overdone? NXT... Overdone? Yeah, because, I... Like, I mean, Gargano has gone for this North American title how many times now? <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I mean... Good for Carmelo, but shouldn't Carmelo be getting some like fresher feuds and storylines? Yeah, I mean, we just had a bunch of people debuting so many new stars, we shouldn't be doing the exact same thing. So I agree yeah. with you, but that's where I felt it was going. Yeah. Uh, so, Tony D'Angelo was the high, high point of the show tonight. Oh, Randy Rose so was good. good. So good. There were some good segments, the matches were solid but again it's never it's never the fault of the talent and like can or can't these performers wrestle an entertaining match that's not the question it's what you give us in between that makes or breaks the show yes tony d'angelo forever seriously if i was still in high school i would be writing his name in my notepad when i'm spacing out <laughs> just be writing isa d'angelo <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs>
He was so good tonight. It was good, but I, was. I was, it was a, it was a forgettable episode of NXT outside of Tony. Yes, I'm just saying, Tony. I got all these boxes. I got to recycle sooner or later. You know, if you could help me out. Appreciate it. Tired of driving to the box pile. <laughs> he's gonna give you some money and be like, call somebody to do it for you. No, he's got connections. You know, in sanitation. In Vegas, he has connections everywhere. I bet. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Tony's from a family. It's crossed paths with some of the people in Las Vegas. Oh, he probably they probably own three of those hotels. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, the majority of the strip started because of the mafia. Yeah, I mean, now it's you it's know, different now, but different it was now. the mafia who opened all the casinos in the Las Vegas strip. I told yes. you, I'm a big nerd for Vegas history. I don't know why I'm like obsessed with it. It's awesome. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So that was tonight. Tomorrow night, AEW. Tune in. We're going to be back here Friday to talk about SmackDown. I'll have everything set up again. I won't shut down my entire system in the middle of the podcast. Inadvertently. <laughs> Listen, uh, I, I handled it. I'm a pro. I, I stream did, every day. I didn't, I didn't do too bad. Lisa <laughs> is at NYC Dima Diva. That's Diva with a one. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Just saying, Tony, following Wrestling Inc. You know, come on. You know, you uh, know no, we need to get Tony to follow us. I mean, he yeah. followed Wrestling Inc. That's great, but he needs to follow us. Just saying, just putting it out there. Uh, and it's going to be weird because it's like already like, I mean, I just tag him in everything that I say now because I'm like, you know, Tony, I'm going to just save you the trouble of vanity searching. I'm just going to tag you when I want you to see something. I mean, why not? I tag him on why my not? Instagram stories. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we'll see you next time back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care of Bye. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.